Hello, everyone. This is the Aquila Podcast. This is Matt Keller and my colleague, Randall. And uh, this is episode four, and it'll be on cardio. So a brief definition on cardio, at least in my words that I wrote down, it is cardiovascular endurance is your ability to to exercise without getting tired because your heart, lungs, and blood vessels work properly. And also, it is how effective they work to supply an oxygen-rich blood to the working muscle. Um, Randall, what do you? What is your thoughts on cardio? Do, is it like a love-hate relationship with it? So cardio, I think the trick to cardio is finding the right cardio for you. There's so many ways of basically working your heart to where you're out of breath, where you have a high heart rate where your lungs are demanding oxygen, where your muscles are demanding blood to be pumped through the body, that you can do it in so many ways that if you find the right one that's appropriate for you, you can find a way to have fun with it. But if you just tell someone to hop on the treadmill, it's not you're not going to get everybody to do cardio in that form. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. I agree. Um, like, I... I always had a love-hate relationship with cardio because, like, I hated doing it. But after, yeah. I, I like, I, I felt really good after. And, uh, but, like, how you said to find the right cardio. Um, like, I always, I try to do the treadmill, and it just doesn't work for me. Like, I get really bored. <laughs> uh, I do, like, I try to do, I try intervals, which is probably, like, the, the one I, I enjoy most. Like, run for two minutes, then walk for a minute, something like that. Yeah. Um, which is good, but I didn't really enjoy it more. That's I enjoy hit more. One of the hit cardio because I can do different uh, exercises and still get cardio in. Uh, can you tell us like what is the purpose of cardio? Why is it important? So basically, the most important muscle. Like not many people consider the heart as a muscle, right? So it's a it's basically why we're a living, why we're alive. So we gotta kind of take care of it before anything else so as much as we want to have all these strong muscles throughout our body on our chest our arms our back our legs not every sometimes people overlook their heart muscle so if you want to be able to take care of yourself have a nice functional heart kind of have to treat it well work it out now and then pretty consistently so usually they would recommend that you do about 150 minutes or so maybe five days a week so that's what 30 minutes a day five times a week yeah at a decent at a decent uh intensity but uh how long would how often would you say you personally do uh cardio well now i definitely like i say pre-covid i did probably definitely did less than 150 minutes of cardio a week but i still exercised yeah it's 150 but now during COVID, I think I definitely get more than 150 minutes of cardio a week because I just integrate the cardio into my daily exercise routine more, especially yeah. with the hit stuff. So and I definitely, I think it's personally for me, it, it works for me. Like I feel better. I feel healthier. I, I, I look better. Um, and I feel like my lung capacity is better too, for sure. Um, what do you, what have you been doing for cardio wise so far? Um. I think I hit cardio maybe at least, probably only. So I'm one of those people, if I'm going to be honest, that have uh, ever since gyms opened back up, as long as you're wearing a mask, 
I've been one of those people who have been going back to the gym. I just can't help it. Can't I can't stay away from the heavier weights. But so before that, before gyms opened up, I was probably running five times a week, cause just cause it's just a little more straightforward. It's like you get to do all these hit exercises, which is more probably it's probably more fun. But at the end of the day. Running is probably a little just like straight up easy because all you have to do is run. You don't have to think about it. You just do it kind of thing. So that's what was easier for me personally. So pre, pre-gyms opening up, I was probably doing it five times a week. But now I'm probably doing it three times a week. But like you said, before you, you pre-COVID, working out with with uh, cardio, I get at least. I work out an hour, hour and a half every day. But the cardio-wise, strictly, I'm probably... I'm honestly on a, under 150 minutes, but that's only if you're like not doing anything else but cardio. They probably want you to do 150 minutes, but if you're doing other stuff, it probably bounces out and evens out at the end. Yeah, definitely look in the studies to see what is like the most efficient way of yeah. getting cardio with their exercise. Um, but yeah, I think in like, when I do an outdoor workout, which I haven't done in a while, but I really would like to, um, like a long walk, you know, with your with your family or the dog or whatever. That's a, that's a that's a good cardio too. You don't think you're doing a lot of cardio, but it is, you know. And yeah, uh, I haven't gone on a long run in a while either. That's not my forte, but <laughs> not for everyone. It's not for everyone, but it's good. It's a great way to get your cardio in. Also, biking. I I used to bike a lot, but I think I just like ditched, outgrew my bike and then just didn't buy another one. Um, what's your What's your favorite kind of cardio to do? Um, so I wouldn't say my favorite is running, but I just happen to do it just because I'm kind of decent at it, I guess. But like my main sport that I've always grew up playing was basketball. So if I'm not able to get cardio through playing some games with my buddies, especially nowadays with COVID, it's just more natural for me to get out and run. But there's going to be some of those days where your knees just hurt and stuff. So then I, since I'm back in the gym personally, I could always cycle, maybe do the Stairmaster. Uh, there's always elliptical. Be, there's always different options in the gym. And there's these row machines for those who want to focus more on their arms. Still requires a little legs. But how about you? Anything in the gym when you were still going to the gym other than hit that you like to do? Yeah. Um, Stairmaster was my go-to every time after I do my lifting session. So I probably lift for about, uh, probably like a hard lifting session, 45 to an hour, depending what I'm doing, and then finish it with a 10-minute Stairmaster workout where it's like an interval of, I forget what the setting it was called, but I'm pretty sure every Stairmaster has this where it's an interval of, you go, it's like super high up level, super high. So you're going pretty hard and then it drops dramatically. Then it just goes up really fast. So it's definitely a great workout. My legs were burning, sweating a lot. Probably one of my favorites, but if that is closed or I mean, not closed, but if someone's using it, um, they'll go on a treadmill and do an interval thing. Not my favorite, but yeah, I get the job done. Got to keep the heart healthy. I was swimming. You ever do you ever swim? Uh, I wasn't a big swimmer. I like to swim, but like more of a recreational type of thing, not a workout. And okay. I mean, I don't have a pool, so that's kind of hard to do. I had a community pool, but 
I didn't really normally use that. How about you? Do you like to swim? Probably growing up, I swam a lot more. So maybe elementary, middle school when I was learning, then I kind of stuck with it for a while. But then once you get busy with school, you kind of get tired because, like you said, pools are harder to are less accessible. So you'd have to have your mom or dad drive you all the way to the pool house or whatever or the community pool and then kind of swim that way not everyone could do that so kind of fell off with swimming but anytime in the summer i get the chance in the local community pool i take a few laps sometimes yeah it's nice it really is it's a very good way to get cardio it's probably one of the hardest exercises for sure and the best um so tell us about a hit since uh that's one of your more preferable choices of cardio what is what is hit and like what are some examples of your routine yeah sure um so HIT is high intensity interval training. So you're going to be during a, a workout, you'll be doing a high intensity of whatever it is for a little bit. So like a time, say like you do something, exercise for a minute, go as hard as you can. And then you rest for maybe like 15, 20 seconds and then move on to another exercise. And you do like a number of exercises and a number of rounds. So you're basically working, try to work as hard as you can for the, allotted time that you're working and then minimal rest so your body's just constantly working so you can burn as many calories as you can in the shortest amount of time so i try to it depends on what kind of workout it is sometimes it's a longer hit one sometimes it's a shorter hit one so an example of a like a crossfit kind of hit workout i discovered first is called a cindy circuit so what a cindy circuit is is a uh, 25 rounds of five push-ups, 10 pull-ups, and 15 air squats. And the goal of it is to do all that as fast as you can. So you can take breaks, but the goal is to try and not take breaks. That's pretty similar to uh, the Murph challenge. It is. I, I have done the Murph challenge, and the Murph is definitely a lot harder for sure. Yeah. I honestly, you know how like in the Murph challenge, ideally you're supposed to do like each exercise individually before you move on to the next one? Yeah. The way I did the Murph is basically the way you do your circuit. I, I don't know about the – I forgot how many sets you do, but I basically just do, like, 15 squats, 10 push-ups, 5 pull-ups until I get whatever numbers the Murph requires. I kind of just rotate. I don't do just one because, yeah, it, that's just too hard for me. It was, it was hard. Um, it, Would you say that's more efficient, though, for the Murph? Did you, like, get a – I would say time? um, it's definitely its own beast where – you're going to definitely feel the uh, – if you're, like, specifically targeting those muscles, you'll probably get a more benefit out of just working that one muscle consistently over and over again. But, like, the time – say you compared it to someone who, like, broke up, who did each exercise individually. You finished one, then you did the next one, like you're supposed to in the Murph, and then versus someone who did it in a circuit format like you did for your workouts – the person who did in the circuit format, I would imagine, would finish it faster just because they were able to, like, their muscles were able to recover faster. Yeah. They were able to rotate. So then their time would ultimately be a lot less. So, like, if you're going for an overall workout, I definitely recommend probably splitting it up into a hit circuit workout. But, like, the Murph definitely has its uh, benefits where you're probably going to get super strong at your push-ups, super strong at your pull-ups, and... Yeah, I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of air squats personally, but you're going to get good at squats too. So, Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I did When I did the Murph Challenge, it was I did 100 pull-ups, 
then moved to push-ups, then the squats. And out of those three, the pull-ups was pro- – that was number two. Um, I, that's the second hardest pulls were they were killer for sure. Um, yeah. I'm pretty good at pull-ups and ch- or pull-ups and push-ups. So the push-ups were the 200 was it 200 push-ups? Yeah, those were fine for me. Um, it wasn't too bad, but the air squats were tough. Not gonna lie, they it was a it burned ex- like really badly. <laughs> and uh, but like 300 in a row is just nuts. And the supposed- 300 squats, 200 push-ups, 100 pull-ups. Is yeah, that the number. Yeah, that's the number. So I try to do the pull-ups in a way where it's like I do 10. Then do ten, then do ten, and like kind of like a circuit kind of thing. Not circuit, but yeah, like the key is to like try not to uh, max out on each uh, set and kind of like save some in the tank so you recover a little faster. Yeah, exactly, and definitely like everything. It was burning. It was it was rough for sure. And P- I think you're supposed to do it with a sixty pound weight or twenty pound weight added yeah, to you. Yeah, twenty pound best. Yeah, and that's that's that's. It's ridiculous. I, yeah, I don't even want to. I do want to try it, but I don't at the same time. Because just your body weight is. And then there's a mile before and at the very end. Yep. So that that sucked. It, I, it was because I'm not very good at running the miles either. Um, I think the mile after was a lot, a lot worse for sure. <laughs> um. So between CrossFit and Hit, right? It sounds like when you think of the two terms, it's kind of like some people might think of them separately, but. They also have a lot of similarities, and basically, sometimes if you like describe one, they're basically the same thing to some people as well. What's your opinion like? Do you see any differences when you think of the two, or are they kind of the same in your mind? Um, that's a good question. I don't, I don't consider myself like big into CrossFit really because I've seen like some of the CrossFit games. Like they're definitely really strong people, and there's there's similarities, but there's also a lot of differences. Like they do like chin ups. They do. It's called a kip. Have you seen that? Where they like like kind of jump up with the chin up or the yeah 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 like a muscle up yeah it, it's a weird it isn't it's very strange and i never found that appealing um when i do my hit circuit i don't really incorporate any of that into a hit i kind of just do like like for example i would do like maybe 15 burpees then go to chin ups then go to squats and then maybe bicep curls and then maybe landmines and like do that like five to six rounds or something. Um, whereas I think I haven't really watched CrossFit too much, but I kind of do want to look into it more to see if I can get any more ideas. I feel like the biggest difference, at least in my personal opinion, or I think they could honestly be the term to be interchangeable, but like CrossFit has become like its own sport, like you said, where like it's become its own thing. But to me, it's kind of like CrossFit is basically hit just like the next step where you're adding more compound movements, heavier weights. So I feel like it's just like a step up to me and with a few different pad- movement patterns like the Olympic lifts, the muscle ups and all that. But at the same time, you're still getting your strengthening in and your cardio, which is the, basically the same thing that both hit and cardio. I mean, CrossFit share is you're getting strengthening and you're getting cardio in at the same time. All right, let's talk to our athletes now. So, for football, how when when and during your football days, do you remember how much you focus on cardio specifically? Would you just get it from practice? Did you have your coaches make you do something outside of practice? In practice, were you doing a lot of running? What was that like? So most of the cardio training and other like uh, resistance training was definitely in the preseasons for sure. 
Um, so after, say, after a football season ends, so in December, um, they would hold resist like like cardio circuits and um, like strength strength training sessions. I never really went to them because I had baseball uh, uh, training. So like I kind of went to them as much as I could. But the real when the real training started for cardio specifically was in the summer. So after school started, like maybe late late June, when um, there was a training a training uh what do they call a training service they're called eats elite training athletic training service and they would come and all the football players like freshman to senior doesn't matter what skill level you were they come to work out and so we go on the football field and then we do agility and mobility stuff with bands and cutting drills and stuff like that and then after we would do gassers pretty much and gassers we like run a certain length of the field and back and we'll do that pretty much till everyone like threw up. It was pretty rough, not gonna lie. Would but... you say um uh how important in general well I feel like this is my take on cardio for football and just kind of fill in the rebel gaps or correct me if I'm wrong, but the importance of cardio in general for football is gonna be position based. Like I would imagine linemen need a certain amount of cardio, but like uh when you come to your running back and receivers, they'll probably need a lot more cardio or they'll need to be at least better at it than the linemen would. What would you say to that? That's, that's a good, that's a good point. But so I've played like a lot of positions throughout my life. I played from O-line to running back to, to like safety and linebacker and stuff like that. And it just, it depends because um, if you're say people are just two way players, you know, play offense and defense, you're going to need a lot of cardio, like cardiovascular endurance. Cause I played, I usually played uh, defense mostly, and I was pretty gassed after after a game, especially like after a long drive too. Like I was really tired. So, um, but linemen, you definitely need a lot of cardio too because you're just pushing on people the whole game, okay. and that requires a lot of energy. But the running backs too, that's probably a little more cut. Like they're they're leaner, they're not as big, so they can run more. Um, so would you better. say maybe it's not necessarily like the cardio? Well, maybe that the linemen need more cardio while like the running backs need to just focus their anaerobic system where they're just focusing on more bursts of like – because they have to like go all out for like 10 seconds and they get to rest. Yeah. But like the, the rest some plays it's not designated for them. Like they'll block some plays. They'll just kind of, I don't know may run a route some plays, but then they're not always going at a hundred, I would assume while the linebackers or the the linemen, they're always going at a hundred every single snap because they have to uh block the block or try to tackle consistently. Yeah. Like when I when I played linebacker, I was definitely running around all over the field. And I was I was really tired for sure. Um cardio is yeah, it's just very important for football players. Um like you would think the linemen don't need it, but they definitely do. Like it's like the the NFL players, like they're the linemen. They don't look like they're in shape, but they're extremely conditioned, where they can probably run a mile really way faster than I could, or maybe even you could, possibly. Just depending. I believe it. They're extremely athletic. Um, another there was another crazy cardio thing we used to do for football. There was this giant hill in the back of our school, and we would they would make us run it with full pads up the hill and back like four or five times. And it was, that was rough too. But I tell you what though, we did that um, a lot during the preseasons 
and then by the time the season rolled around, we're pretty conditioned. So you get your cardio during practice during the football season, but you wouldn't, and you feel fine. You're not as gassed. Say you didn't do any work. Like the kids that didn't do as much work in the preseason, you can tell they were always really tired all the time. They weren't conditioned yeah. enough. So, um, yeah, it's a very important aspect of football. How about you, though, for basketball? What is, what, what about uh, cardio for you? So in basketball, I feel like in any sport, you need a certain baseline of cardio if you want to be successful or kind of go to the next level or just separate yourself from everyone else. Like, you need that baseline of cardio. But at the same time, you don't need to be that guy who could run five miles for a six-minute pace the whole time. You don't need to be that guy. All you need to do is kind of be able to be able to run a mile under maybe seven minutes kind of thing where you don't want to make your cardio to the sense where you're just uh, doing extra distance. You kind of want to add cardio with anaerobic stuff where you're adding sprints or higher intensity movements other than just simple running or whatever else you may do, like agility work. You kind of want to focus on the explosiveness, explosiveness along with the cardio. So what you could a lot of basketball players do is they always you hear them always complain about running up and down the court on suicides, down and backs, whatever the case may be. So those just focus on like sprinting up and down the court, free throw line, half court, whatever the case may be, having maybe a 30-second break, repeating that five, six, seven times, however times the coach wants you to do. And you need good cardio to sustain that amount of energy, but at the same time, you need a good anaerobic base as well where you're able to exert 100% energy and not gas out either. So I feel like it's a balance when it comes to being an athlete in any sport. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. I remember doing uh, suicides. I didn't play basketball, but like we still did suicides for if it was raining outside, like for football or baseball or whatever, <laughs> and definitely use all that ATP for the burst. And, and then we do it like forever, I feel like, and everyone's just super gassed. And I, I feel like that's probably a really good way to increase your cardio, your overall endurance. Yeah. Um, it was, and the legs also give out too, for sure. <laughs> it was, it was rough. Um, I don't miss those times, but I do at the same time, you know? Yeah. When you think back to it, it's like, how did I get through that? Or if you had that same workout written out in front of you on a piece of paper and you're, you told yourself you're going to go out and do it today. You look at the piece of paper. I don't think you're going to do it. Yeah, I agree. It's all, it's all mental too. Yeah. But when you have like teammates and someone yelling at you, it's a different kind like, it's a different environment. Oh, totally different environment. Yeah. It's more motivation for sure. Um, yeah, you don't want to be the last one. You don't want to be I, the worst one. Yeah. You have teammates encourage, encouraging you and you find you dig deep and you get all that last little bit of energy you have. Whereas when you're doing something solo, you have to push yourself oh, yeah. when your body is saying, you got to stop. But you have to put that aside and say, no, I got to keep going. Um, but, yeah, it's tough, especially if you don't have any music playing, too. Just silence. Yeah. So for let's go into our weightlifters now, like our powerlifters, bodybuilders. So you you know how a lot of uh, there's a, like a myth or some there's a misconception where if you're trying to build muscle – you don't want you want to kind of stay away from cardio and because it's going to take away from your muscle gains and all that. 
you, you've heard uh, myths or misconceptions like that in the gym. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that on you know YouTube videos of bodybuilders saying don't do cardio, blah blah blah, which I don't think is necessarily true. I mean, don't do a lot of cardio, as in like run miles yeah. a day. That's yeah, exactly. And then I think people like, especially new gym goers, they're like, oh yeah, I know, I don't do cardio. I just strictly do lifting because cardio will ruin the gains. That's not really true. You have to do some cardio. Like, instead of doing, like, an obscene amount of cardio, you just do, like, you know, 30 minutes run. Maybe a yeah, Or, master. like, what you used to do when you, pre-COVID, like you said, you would just hop on the Stairmaster for all you needed was 10 minutes after each workout. Yeah, like, just go hard for 10 minutes of cardio. You don't need to burn, like, a 1,000 calories just doing cardio. Um, that's what a lot of these uh... – big those guys fail to realize especially if you're just you're just listening to all this false information from all those big guys telling you that it's going to ruin the gains is that they're that when you have a certain amount of muscle mass that requires your heart to pump a certain amount of blood through the body and when you have all that extra mass it's not going to be good for your heart in the long run because it's working that much harder and if you're not doing cardio to kind of strengthen it up then it's just going to kind of take a toll over years in the long run. Yeah, that, that's a that's a great point you brought up. Um, the more muscle mass you have, it's like kind of like being obese kind of thing. But I mean, you're yeah. not obese. You're just, you have extreme muscle gains. Like the mass is just, especially with the bodybuilders. And a lot of them uh, have complications and, and die early on. Maybe because of steroids. That's probably a lot yeah, of them do. Yeah. But also is because like the body is just so worn down from all the muscle mass they accumulated and they have problems with their joints, their heart isn't working properly, the liver. It's uh, you gotta be careful. Don't want to be extremely big. That's not where, that's not like the most appealing to me. I know most people don't as well. They just want to attain a, a, a physique of some sort, but uh, cardio is extremely important though. You got to make sure you keep the heart healthy. Yeah. And even when you're like, even when it comes to like the lifting portion, I feel like even for me personally and from what I've heard from like a lot of the lifters I look up to is uh that you just lift a little better too where when you're able to like breathe better in between sets, you're able to recover faster, your muscles get more blood flown through the body a lot quicker. If you have a stronger heart, that kind of helps with your lifting as well where you're able to recover in between sets, get a few extra reps each set because you're just able to breathe a lot better and your body's working more functionally. Yeah. In reality, it's quite the opposite where the more, the better cardio endurance you have, you have more better muscular endurance and you have more blood flow to the, 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 the muscles that are working hard and you get more gains out of that. So yeah. I don't know. Like you said, you don't have to be running miles. All you got to do is kind of maybe run, walk on the treadmill on an incline for a good 10, 15 minutes every day. And, as long as you're doing something, you know, not just focusing on just lifting and then you rest three three to five minutes and you do another set and that's all you do on a daily basis. Kind of need to have something that kind of promotes the heart to, to get some cardio. Yeah, people like – I definitely used to do like, you know, lift heavier than rest for like three minutes, five minutes because you're looking at your phone sometimes and then time just like – yeah, we'll and it's go. the best way to kind of recover and get a, your uh, increase your strength if that's your focus. Yeah, that day or whatever you're doing. But you got to be mindful. Don't take too long of breaks, you know. That's yeah. another important factor. Um, so with muscular endurance, it, when you say you do a, like a high volume, say you're bench pressing and you do a low, lower rate, 
I would say like like a burnout. Like um, that's a good one. I feel like that's cardio as well because after I do a burnout, like do as many reps as I can for like one thirty five or something. I'm pretty. I feel like it's it's basically cardio because I'm gassed and like breathing heavy. <laughs> after uh, do you have any like exercise um, that you do for that? Yeah, it's usually like on. Usually when I, on uh bench or chest day i'll do burnout sets where after i do my strengthening portion i'll just kind of grab a uh i'll put maybe like nine uh, 25s on each side of the barbell and that's 95 pounds and kind of just do as many reps as possible to kind of finish up the day and takes it it takes a toll on you it does i think it's i think it's definitely important to do it after a heavy lifting session too um because after that your muscles are just so inflamed like just swollen swollen pretty much with blood and yeah. it's really good to recover or to get those gains really and especially with push-ups too yep all right i think um we covered everything you want to add anything on top of our cardio episode um not the moment but i definitely need to research some more crossfit stuff and learn more about it i think yeah i don't think either of us are big on uh aren't either uh either of us are the biggest cardio experts but or distance runners for us to learn more and more as we grow in our profession here yeah absolutely uh thank you guys for listening and uh we'll see you next week for a brand new episode all right everyone stay safe and take care